Hey everyone, welcome back to the All Things Gymnastics Podcast. I'm Ashley. And I'm Brittany. And this is the podcast where we talk about all things gymnastics. And we have a very special guest this week and one that we're super excited about. Abby Brenner, who is now at Utah, spent the last four years at Michigan, where she helped the Wolverines to their very first ever NCAA title, in addition to winning two Big Ten titles and three regular season Big Ten titles. Abby is very special to us. We followed her career for years prior to her coming to Michigan, and we're so super, super excited that we're going to get one more year of her at Utah. So in this interview today, Abby talks about when and why she decided to transfer. We talk about NCAAs last year and goals for her final season and more. So stick around. But before we get to that, we want to real quickly thank our Gold Level Patreon supporters. A big thank you to Kathleen R., Lucy S., Becca S., DFP, Blake B., Cookie Master, Faith M., Kristen R., Lori S., Sabrina M., Amy C., Erica S., Milan W., M., Derek H., and Abby M. Thank you all for continuing to support our show each month at the highest tier level. Y'all are the best, and we want to say thank you, and if you enjoy our podcast and you are interested in becoming a Patreon supporter, we will have a link in the show notes down below to how you can join and also what the perks are of each tier level. Now, without further ado, please welcome to the show, Abby Brenner. Don't put my shirt on. <laughs> it don't fit in. You guys are so cute. How are you? I miss you guys. Oh I miss you, too. Miss you too. We're good. Good. Yeah, we weren't sure if this was like creepy to like be wearing a shirt with you on it, but I was like, no, we're going to no. <laughs> no, I love it. You guys know me. I think it's the perfect opportunity to wear it. I agree, right? <laughs> How are you? How's Utah? Good. I am loving it. We just got back from our team retreat in Park City. So we spent like three days in Park City, which was just like absolutely amazing. The views and everything. And I'm in grad school here, which is crazy. Um, lots of reading, like 100 pages a week, which is so weird. Just like a different dynamic. Yeah. But it's been so good. Um, trainings while we're back in the dump key. So we're doing like a big expansion right now. Um, I'm doing an upgrade. So this summer we were kind of outside while they were doing construction, but we're back in, which is super exciting. Um, and we're all super excited to be in it. So it's been good. Training going well. So when did you actually get to Utah? I got to Utah the weekend after July 4th. Okay. And then when did classes start? Did you, I'm assuming you were doing classes throughout the summer? Um, no. So I didn't do classes. A couple of the girls obviously did, but my grad school started um, in August. So this is my third week. Okay. Gotcha. <laughs> so how did the decision to go to Utah come about? I think a lot of people in the gymnastics community were shook by your announcement. <laughs> yeah, it was definitely very, yeah, it wasn't out there for, but <laughs> walk us through, I guess, when you decided you were taking a fifth year and then when you decided you were going to transfer. Yeah. So, um, one of my big goals was, is I want to become a college coach. And then like a bigger goal after that is going into administration, um, like college administration, like athletic director, route, compliance, anything of sorts. And so having a big conversation with my family, I just knew that having this fifth year opportunity is just an incredible opportunity to go see another conference. And so just having that experience, but not only having the experience of, you know, I could have done a volunteer year coaching somewhere. I really wanted to be an athlete. Um, and get the athlete perspective. Um, when it comes to coaching, you can know internally what you like or don't like, but as an athlete, 
like knowing what people respond to as a coach kind of is a whole different perspective and a whole different layer that I really wanted to explore. Um, so when I kind of knew I was going to do a fifth year was in the fall and I actually went to the transfer portal in the fall. I kind of just kept the options open because I knew I wanted to go to another university, but also knowing the balance of needing to uh, be 100% committed to Michigan because I was 100% committed to Michigan and like that was my team. Like I signed up for four years and I was going to give it my all no matter what. And I love the program. And so it was definitely a different balance kind of working through that and like even talking with coaches like this fifth year portal stuff is so unknown like it is so different um and no one really knows like what the best way to go about it and I feel like it's cool because everyone's story is so different but you know just kind of keeping connections open with coaches but not really making decisions and then I knew I was going to make a decision not till after nationals so it was kind of like keeping the door open, letting people know that I was interested in doing a fifth year somewhere else, but not really exploring or recruiting or taking any of those extra steps until after nationals and until my season was over and I was done and I was graduated. It's cool that you're going to get the opportunity to experience two different conferences, obviously Big Ten and then Pac-12. It's such a different conference. So it's cool and it's going to be a good experience, I think, for you to, to be able to experience both those things. Yeah, I'm super excited. And I feel like I was just talking to Maddie, like, I feel like I've learned so much already just from like observing the different programs, like the Red Rocks have such a following and they're such a high profile team um, compared to like Michigan, where we're kind of like up and coming. Um, and so it's really cool just to see all the resources and, you know, all like the marketing that goes into it. Cause that was my undergrad, I was a sport marketing undergrad. So it's super cool thing, just seeing all the resources and the decision-making and what it actually looks like hands-on of a program that is proving women's sports are here to stay. And we are here to make a move, you know, and yeah. it's cool to see that there's a following on this campus, um, that is women's sports. And like, we are number two and a very close number two, like football is there, but like gymnastics is like for sure the next sport, yeah. which is super cool. Gymnastics is all the rage in Utah. <laughs> no, it is like, okay. So we had camp and we were staying at the dorms with the girls when we had camp and I kid you not, we were in the dining hall and gymnastics was playing on the TVs. And I was like, that's how it should they're be. Like replaying the meets. And they're like, yeah, this happens all the time. And I was like, wait, what? Like people want to watch it. Like, and Utah always has the biggest crowds what do you think that's going to be like competing in front of, I don't even know how many thousands of people that are going to be there. 15,000. 15,000. Yeah. That's I can't even fathom. <laughs> so the last time we competed against Utah, my freshman year at Michigan. Um, and it was so crazy, like electricity throughout the entire arena. Like there is nothing like it. I'm so excited to be a part of it because like, as you can see, when I'm in the arena, like I am one of those people that's like, give me all the energy. Like I want it all. Um, that's just like the type of competitor I am. So I'm really excited to just kind of like channel all that and be on the side of like the Red Rock fans. But that being said, like, it's super cool that all the fans just love gymnastics. Like, it's not even just like Red Rock centered. Like, of course, that's like the common denominator of why they're all there. But like, at the end of the day, everyone just like loves watching good gymnastics. Yes. So I'm just like excited for that too. Mm -hmm. So did you look at other schools or was Utah kind of like the main school for you? Yeah. So one of the first things I did was I went back to my club coaches um, and I just talked to them and I said, 
you're really in the forefront of recruiting and talking to a lot of these college coaches, just being in club. So I said, you know me as an athlete, like what are some, like if you gave me a list, like this is my list, what would like your advice be? Um, because it was kind of weird. Like Michigan was obviously involved, but I also wanted, I didn't want to involve them to the point where like, Hey, help me recruit to go somewhere else. It was right. kind of an awkward you know, <laughs> yeah. relationship. So I went to my club coaches and, um, Mike Unger is very, very close with Tom. Um, he was my club coach. He's now like works with the national team, like Lexi's ice and L and all of them, you know, and um, he was like, you know, you were recruited by Michigan or excuse me, you recruited by Utah in your undergrad. I think you should give it a try um, and just like pursue it. And so that's kind of where Utah was kind of my number one. And I had a couple other schools. Obviously, I didn't want to put all my eggs in one basket. But again, I, I didn't want to stay in the Big Ten for reasons of I didn't really want to compete against Michigan directly for the Big Ten title or anything like that. Like, right. Maybe a little backward, you know. Michigan girl at heart. Um, Even for us, selfishly, we're glad because that would be very complicated for us. It's such a big Michigan fan. For you guys, of course. Yeah. No, for real. So I was like, I don't want to do, I don't want to do that. Um, so I really was looking at other conferences, um, mainly SEC big, and then Pac-12 um, are the two conferences. And, you know, I came on a visit in Utah after season and I had Abby Paulson, who was my old teammate. And then I did two years in Texas. So Jaylene was my old teammate. And then I knew Grace for a little bit, but I knew Grace when she was like baby, baby. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so it just kind of felt right. And my coaches really were supportive of this decision too. Like they just kind of knew, like I was recruited when I was young age. I came to like camps here when I was younger and just know I knew Tom very well and having previous relationships, I felt like it would be a really good and easy transition for a last year. And it wouldn't be like me stepping into something super foreign or somewhere that I had literally no idea of. So I want to talk about your last meet as a Michigan gymnast at the place. You probably knew I was going to ask you about this. Do we, yes. do, we, do we want to talk about this? Right. We can talk about it. We can talk about it. I'm good. Bro. Um, so like, obviously you guys coming in, we're the national champions. Did that add a level of pressure for you personally? And then also just going into that bar routine, what was going through your mind? What do you think happened? Because I want the people to know you're like super consistent and I have never, ever, ever seen you fall on bars ever. That was um, the first time I've ever fallen on that skill yeah. in my entire career. And yeah. Did you ever fall on bars in competition? Because I don't recall. I did regionals my freshman year. I cast it over and that was it. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So like <laughs> we were shook. Um, so I guess kind of just like walk us through that moment and like what was going on in your head um, that whole day. Just, yeah, kind of walk us through that. Yeah, um, I don't think it added any pressure to us. You know, we came out of that bloodbath of a regional, which was kind of just, I think, super intense for all of us. And we knew that it's anyone's game on any day. And we wanted to give it our all, obviously, but also knowing that like things can happen. Like LSU was out day one. Like it's real. Like this is gymnastics. Welcome to it, you know? Yeah. Um, so I think that kind of just like, I don't want to say like affected us, but like shook us a little bit, you know? Um, and coming out of regionals, we were good, but I think, you know, we had some injuries from just like long-term, just like stress stuff that we just knew that we really wanted to give it our all at nationals and just give it to that one, that one time, that one meet, like, and take it one meet at a time. 
and we were really prepared going in. Like I fully was convinced that we were going to be final four or like going to go to the next round. And we were all feeling really good. I just, honestly, I think it was just like a, a bad, bad day to have a bad day type thing, you know, going into bars, I had no idea. So we had like the, there was like a pause in between I think it was like before Trinity's routine or yeah, it was 15 minutes to be exact. Was it really? Yeah, yeah. I went back and, and counted. <laughs> and I feel like Michigan, we're one of those teams where it's like, we love building on momentum. Yeah. And like, I think that's one of the reasons why we won last, last, well, two years ago, I should say, yeah. is like, we came off sticking all those vaults and we were like, let's go, let's go, let's go. And it was just kind of like a, what do we do? Like Get the momentum. Yeah. Like there was just like, it's just like a pause. Um, and then quite honestly, I landed on my stomach on my Jaeger and had no idea. <laughs> like, like I whacked out. <laughs> no, literally, like I just like landed and I was like, why am I not on the bar right now? Like it's never happened to me before. Like obviously in practice, of course, but like yeah, I was just like, oh my gosh. And like fun fact background is so I connect my Jaeger to my overshoot, right? And I do about maybe five like cast a handstand shoot to hands in the season span like we don't really train it very often because I am so consistent like it's like we don't really need like it's a backup but not a backup and so Scott Sherman put me on the bar and he was like okay you gotta do a shoot to hand and I was like I haven't done this by myself in months and I was like here we go like (laughs) so that was kind of funny but not really funny in the moment I was really disappointed obviously um but you know, it's growth. Like, like my dad and my uncle said, like I had a bunch of family at the meet. Um, and he was like, you're not at a high level of gymnastics, not to see failure. Mm-hmm. Like you wouldn't be considered high level. You wouldn't be where you're at if you didn't have moments that you were disappointed moments that you had failure. Like those are, those are how you grow. Those are how you become better. Um, and that's why you get to say like, you are at such a high level. And so it kind of just putting that in perspective of, you know, like, I can't let that one routine take up my entire time at Michigan and what I have done. Um, and like, I wouldn't be able to say I'm a national champion. I wouldn't be able to say I'm a three-time big 10 champion without saying that I've fallen or had failures. So just kind of keeping that perspective and moving on. And I was joking here at the dumb key because I did my like first Jaegers at the dumb key. And I kind of took summer off really. And just like kind of visited family because I couldn't really train at Utah until I was in the grad school program because of compliance reasons. Mm-hmm. Right. And I did my first Jaeger and I was like, guys, I haven't caught one of these since like practice of nationals, like yeah. <laughs> joking around. So I am much better with that. Obviously it was a huge disappointment, but mm-hmm. we're good. Yeah. Yeah. Well, last season was so great. Like you guys had so many high points that I feel like it's really, really hard to stay at that level for so long. I mean, you guys were number one for like what majority of the season and obviously you don't want to say or even think that you're gonna come down from that especially at the most important need of the season but I don't know I think it's what I think what I'm trying to say is it's hard to maintain that level of peak performance for that line like the entire regular season through to postseason I think it's hard to maintain that level um that quality of gymnastics and that consistency through an entire season if that makes sense no I know exactly what you mean and like I can't complain like I love gymnastics having like 
high and low points. Cause that's, what's so cool about the sport is like anyone can win on any day. And that's so exciting. And like, you, you can have underdogs. I mean, no one expected us to win the year we won, you know, like we were not anywhere. Number one, it was like Oklahoma all the way. They were number one all season, you know? And so I think that's, what's fun about gymnastics, what keeps it exciting. And I hope that people like it can continue to grow the following is that like, we're not, a, sorry, like a basketball, like NBA team where like the same two teams are in the finals every year. And you can't just stack a team with a bunch of good players. Like it's, I don't know. I think that's what's so exciting about the sport. Oh, absolutely. It definitely makes it exciting because like anybody could win. It doesn't matter what you've done all season long. It's like you had to show up on that day and do your thing. Yeah, like take Missouri. Missouri qualifying to nationals over UCLA. Like that's so exciting to me. Like Like, who would have thought it? Yeah. Yeah. Or I was you not advancing. Like never, ever, ever would have predicted that ever. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) It makes it fun, but also stressful. It makes it hard, but it makes it fun. (laughs) So this is going to be for real this is going to be your last year of gymnastics so do you have any like specific hopes or goals for this final season um I really want to enjoy this season um Crystal and I were both the fifth years on the team and we're kind of like this is our last hurrah like my mom and I are talking like this is icing on the cake you know if you would have told me stepping on Michigan's campus freshman year telling me I would have been an all-american on vault a national champion like three-time conference winner, academic All-American, like all the things I would have gotten, I would have been like, sign me up. Like, I'll take it here. So if like, if I had to end gymnastics today, I would be so, so proud of myself. Like dream, dream come true. Like nothing more I could have wanted. And so this year, I'm really just kind of like icing on the cake and want to enjoy this moment. Um, But I also want to help lead this team to its fullest potential. Um, I think like Utah is one of those teams that has been on the cusps you know, constantly of a national championship. Um, and it's like, you want to say, I want to win a national championship, but you don't want to like constantly keep that in the forefront of an outcome-based goal, you know? Um, but I truly want to lead this team to its fullest potential because we have some insane talent um, and, and some insane girls here. Um, so not only just like enjoying it for myself, but also like leading a team um, to its fullest potential and, you know, just impacting this team the best that I can. Also, fun fact, I don't think any gymnast has won two national championships um, on different teams. So, like, that would be kind of cool, not going to lie. But I would love that for you. <laughs> <laughs> but truly, like, I just want to lead this team to its fullest potential. Like, that is my goal is to, like, help impact this team and help lead these girls to a belief that they can win, um, that they're capable of winning. Um, and like, we just came back from the retreat and like this year's like real mentality is like culture, like building a culture, building relationships. Like it is this team. It is us. It is our, like our moment, our girls here. And it's like us against everyone else, you know, like it is just, we care about us. We care about our relationships with each other. And like, it is our moment to shine. So really kind of just leading this team and in the belief that we can do it and that it like we are capable mm-hmm. yeah Utah I think was third the last two seasons so it's definitely possible and for yeah. you to be like potentially on a team that could win it again that's just like that's iconic. Of. that's iconic yeah <laughs> right it's kind of cool it's like super, and it's super cool just to see like all these talented girls and like seeing like how they work out and the motivation behind it because you know you have your I've known the girls at Michigan for the last four years but also like having a whole new group of girls is super like refreshing and exciting and like 
motivational. So it's been super cool. Yeah. So do you plan for this last year? Are you going to train all four events? Or are you just going to focus on a couple of events? What's the plan? So the plan is I will be training all four. I did all four at Michigan, as you guys know. Um, so I will be training all four. Utah is the number one beam team. Carly is the most amazing beam coach, like mm-hmm. fantastic. Um, so I would, I'm training it just to keep it up. Um, never know what happens. And then bars, vault and floor is like where I'm most hopeful to make the most impact. So I'm really excited to train with Jimmy on ball, like so excited. Um, and obviously Tom and Jimmy do bars and I'm super excited. And then Maya's on floor. So I'm really excited to get my floor routine. I hope you guys like it this year. We're still working on the music, but I'm so excited. I can't wait. <laughs> so you mentioned obviously that coaching is something that you want to do in the future. Are you open to doing like club coaching too, or do you want to stick with college gymnastics? Um, I think I want to stick with college gymnastics. Although like, you know, during those like volunteer assistant positions, it is like a volunteer position. So I would be super open to going and club, doing club coaching uh, on the side, because I think you do learn a lot of valuable lessons in club coach. Although I think ultimately my goal would to be a, would be a college coach. Okay. And you, I don't know if you know this yet, but the program that you're in now, your master's program, is that one year? Is it two years? Like, is there a possibility you could stay at Utah next season as like a... Yeah. So it's, it's over a year. It's um a year and a half to two years, depending on like how rigorous you set your schedule up to be. Um, So I will be here for two years. And then uh, my boyfriend's in the Air Force Academy or well, he's in the Air Force. He graduated from the Air Force Academy, but he um, is hoping to, hoping to get stationed here too. Um, there's an Air Force base like 30 minutes out. Oh, perfect. Yeah. Yes. And he's up for moving that, like this summer. So we're, I'm thinking I'll probably stay here for a little bit. Okay, cool. Yeah. What would be some advice that you could give to young gymnasts going through the recruiting process? I feel like that's something that right now everyone's kind of talking about um, just with like the new class being able to start committing and all of that. So what advice would you give um, or what's something that maybe that you wish you knew when you were going through that process? Yeah, I think one of my biggest advice is love where you're going outside of gymnastics. Gymnastics is the common ground of why we go and why we're at the school that we're at, but it's not everything. Um, You have four years of it. And in those four years, we know a lot can happen. So loving where you're going outside of gymnastics, I think is one of the most important things. Loving, you know, the school, loving the school culture, the atmosphere, the academics that you want to do, extracurricular things outside of it, um, the state itself, like all those things are really important because if gymnastics isn't there, you should still love the school that you're going to. I think that is one of my biggest advice. And also secondly, I think team culture is such an important part to recruiting. Um, I know it's kind of hard to see like as a recruit and just by watching practice, but I think asking those questions to the coaches of like, how do you see me fitting into the culture? Can you tell me a little bit about your culture? Um, Because like your girls are your girls and they're your sisters. And like, that is what gets you through the hard times, you know? Um, Like there's many times where you're like studying for a final and you're just like, I need someone to grab me a cup of coffee because I am not going to survive, you know, (laughs) or vice versa. Like, you know, you're like that type of person that help can help others get through. Um, And so like those girls really have your back. And so team culture is such an important part outside of gymnastics as well. 
And what about advice for potential transfers now? Because you can speak on that experience as well. And with the COVID year, I feel like we are seeing a lot more people transferring or maybe considering transferring. So now having been through that process, what advice do you give to people that want to transfer maybe? Yeah, I think it's super intimidating, um, the idea of it, of just like leaving your school of what you've known the last four years or however many years and starting new. Um, but I, I would say look at it in an exciting way, in a new opportunity way, rather than some super intimidating, scary thing. And also, like, when I was going through recruiting, I definitely got caught up in the mindset of like, who would want to take me? Like, why would someone want to recruit me? You know, and know that there is there are people out there, there are teams out there that really can use you as an athlete. I know a lot of teams were like, were recruiting fifth years because they really wanted experience and leadership on their team, you know? So not only having a fresh, like having freshmen come in with talent is super incredible and super valuable, but also having someone that's a junior, senior, fifth year coming in with experience is also just as valuable. So know that you have skills that are super valuable and teams do want to recruit you. And there are teams out there that need gymnasts like you. So I feel like don't look at it as a scary thing or an intimidating thing. Look at it as a super exciting opportunity for something new. Love it. So we have some random fun questions to finish out. So I love that. Right. We got like that intense. <laughs> First question. So we've loved all of your Florida teams. You're an incredible performer, but I want to know from you, what has been your favorite routine that you've done? And it can also be your level 10 routine if you want, because that's one of our favorites. <laughs> Which level 10 routine? Um, It was the one, I think you had it for a couple of years. But it was the one you had 2017. Your, your senior year, like right yeah. before you came. Yeah, love that one. Um, so I have one from like level eight, level nine at TCT that I like always remember of being like one of my favorite teens. I got it. So we did like hand-me-down routines at TCT. So like older girls that are done with their routine would pass it down to the younger girls. Just it's a little bit cheaper. It's saves money. It's easier, you know, and two routines for like two years for a routine is pretty quick. And so Hannah Norquist, I don't know if you guys remember her, from Minnesota. Yep. Yeah. She gave me her like rock and roll themed floor routine. Okay. Um, and so that's kind of like what I've been channeling my senior year and spoiler a little bit into my grad year um, is like that rock and roll theme. So I think that's like always been one of my favorites. And then last year definitely was like a favorite of mine. Just like the I love rock and roll was just like super, super cool. And I just loved it. A classic. <laughs> a classic, right? Yeah. What about your favorite spot on campus or in like the Salt Lake City area? Oof. So I had, we went to Donut Falls, which was like this hiking um, or hiking trail, I should say. That was literally gorgeous. Like the waterfalls everywhere. Park City, Main Street Park City is like, reminds me a little bit of an Ann Arbor, like has all these cute little shops. I love Park City. It's only like 40, 45 minutes out from here, which is so fun. Um, gosh, any coffee shop, any brunch area. Yeah, I guess that was more than one. No, that's perfect. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, I feel like in Utah, you can't go wrong. Guys, there are so many places. Utah is gorgeous. It is gorgeous. It's on our bucket list. Yes. Yes, please come. Please, please, please. You have to come to the Huntsman. Yeah, okay. We'll talk about that in a second after the interview. <laughs> What is your guilty pleasure? Uh, country music. Is that a guilty pleasure? Ooh, no, I take that back. Gilmore Girls. Okay. I've never seen <laughs> I love, ooh, or like dessert. 
Does that count? Yeah. Yeah, that's what I would say. I'd be like ice cream all the way, like ice cream and watching like old gymnastics meets on YouTube. <laughs> I would I would say like either tea, candle, and watching Gilmore Girls at night, or like straight up just like dessert. Yeah. <laughs> relatable (laughs) what about your go-to life hack for overcoming a bad day or just getting through a bad day um so this is kind of following chip hills but finding three good things three good things can solve any bad day like and sometimes like even it could just be like I had a cup of coffee this morning that tasted really good you know but getting in a mindset of just being grateful really kind of just grounds you and puts you in a a happier, better mood. Um, one of the things that I love about here at Utah is at the end of the day, before our break, everyone says either one thing that they thought went really well at practice. And then on Fridays, we say something that we noticed about someone else that did really great at practice. And that just is kind of like a perfect way. Like even like one of the days I was like, I got through practice today. Like it wasn't my best practice, but guys, I'm on two feet walking out of this gym, you know? And so it's just kind of a nice way to end practice of just like being grateful for being able to be here, you know, be grateful for the little things. A hundred percent. Yeah. What is an experience or a thing that you think everyone needs to experience at least once in their life? Experience (laughs) traveling. Good one. I have been super fortunate to have been able to travel with my family. Um, I think traveling is one of the things that everyone should experience just going outside the country and seeing how other country like other people live in other countries like what their cultures are mm-hmm. is just such a unique experience that is so so cool yeah there's so much out there <laughs> there is so much out there like the world is big but it's also small and the ability for us to be able to travel to Europe to Asia Africa all those places and get to see and immerse ourselves in different cultures is incredible yeah I feel like life isn't supposed to be lived in one place like you're supposed to travel and expand your horizons and that's honestly the one I would pick too is travel or at the very least leave your hometown yes yes <laughs> don't be one of those people that graduates high school gets married and stays in your hometown <laughs> <laughs> which I just learned Maya is from a really small town in Georgia I didn't know that really yeah I don't think she I, small town. I just learned this in the retreat. She oh. grew up in like a super small town in Georgia. Interesting. Fun fact. Fun fact. What about the proudest moment, either in your career or just your life? What is something that you're really proud of? Um, I'm really proud of the person I am today, which I know is like a kind of cliche answer. Um, I was the little girl that used to cry every single day on the school bus. Had to eat lunch with the counselor because I was so shy, which. I know because really weird. I cannot, I cannot imagine that. <laughs> yeah, like I was just insanely shy um growing up. And you know, I think gymnastics has a big, big impact on that. Um, just growing self-confidence and self-esteem. But I'm just really proud of the person of, you know, I've always been kind of scared of change. Um, I've always been scared of doing something new and really kind of like taking on this new journey is really a sign of like growth for me of taking on something that's a really really big change you know and embracing it full-heartedly I'm just really proud of that and I'm really proud of the person I can say that you know I'm super confident um and who I am and even if it's a little bit goofy at times and super silly if I can make other people laugh just by being me hey like I'm here for it so I don't know I just am pretty proud of who I am and where I am right now well, we're proud of you too. And we miss you here, but we're also so proud of you. Mm-hmm. Oh, thank you. I miss you guys. And thank you for like full support, like 
a hundred percent. Like oh I am gosh. so thankful for you guys. And just honestly, everything that you guys do for the gymnastics community, it just, it doesn't go unnoticed. And really? you're just one of those positive influences in the community. And it can get kind of scary out there. The gym <laughs> tournament is yeah. serious. They have me quaking um, in my boots sometimes. <laughs> for real. So I'm just thankful for you guys for always just putting positive stuff out there about us because we really do our best. We really try our hardest. And sometimes it's, it's hard to see people just not really um, taking that much. So, you know, thank you guys. I'm just so thankful. Yeah. Sorry to get a little sappy. Oh but, no, uh, I appreciate you saying that. And we're so thankful for you, honestly, just always being so nice to us. Every time we came into the gym or at meets, like you've always just been so kind to us. Yeah, you make us feel so like welcome. Yeah. And <laughs> seriously so thank you you're so welcome so next time you guys are i'm gonna see you guys it's gonna be in the huntsman right yeah, yeah. so we actually we do want to come to a meet because we have this we we want to go to all 50 states and we haven't been to looks empty yes <laughs> i'm thinking not for long <laughs> yes no not for long please 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 yes. please it makes the most sense, right? Because like it does. There, and so like, because why would I be going to like different? Well, well that's a lie. Well, I won't well, go. <laughs> Utah, Utah, actually, before like you being at Utah was even a thing. Like Utah's on like the top of my bucket list. I want to go to Utah. Yeah. So then I found out you were going to Utah, and I'm like, okay, now this is like now the- it's gotta happen. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So we're oh, waiting for so the, waiting for the schedule to drop so we can like figure out. I know, me too. My parents are too. My mom asks me every single day. Have you have you got anything yet? I'm like. You'll be the first to know. <laughs> Seriously, please, please, please. You, like, you will be shocked at the Huntsman. They outsell the basketball team, just saying. Ooh, really? <laughs> That's a problem. Yeah, they do. I did a whole school project on it um, last year because <laughs> we had to, th- it was like, come up with a problem that of the NCAA, essentially. And I was like, women equality, for sure. Like, women can make money out of sports. Like, it's possible. And so I researched Utah and yeah, they outsell on average, they outsell the basketball team in their own arena. That's interesting, but also not that surprising. Cause I feel like, like we said, Utah gymnastics has been such a historic program. It goes back to marketing. Like, you know what I mean? Like yeah. they've marketed this team and put so much like assets and investments into it, which is so cool. Like to see, mm-hmm. like, that's what I've been talking to Tom a little bit about too. Like, it's so cool to see an athletic department actually pour in resources to make a women's team so successful so. yeah but like we were just talking about um the video Avery Neff posted for like so basically for the recruits the fact that she had this whole video like made for her I'm like it's like she's no a, she's a gymnast on the team and it's like a promotional video and if I was her I'd be going to bed at night like this is what it looks like if I'm on the team I'm going there like, <laughs> yeah exactly right it's crazy I know shout out MJ she's fantastic literally she's so amazing that, that picture of me was in a mission Leo and she put it into a Utah Leo. And I was like, yeah, girl, how did you do that? <laughs> you can't even tell. It's so like believable. <laughs> All the girls at Michigan were like, did you like do a photo shoot? And I was like, no. <laughs> I know. I was also trying to figure that out. I was like, is it possible that she already like got to Utah, did a photo shoot? I'm like, there's no way. <laughs> it's photoshopped. But it, it's, it's so amazing. Utah doing something right over there. <laughs> for real, for real. Their marketing department and it is just incredible. <laughs> Well, thank you so much for taking the time to do this. We appreciate it. Absolutely. Thank you guys for reaching out. Also, my boyfriend is really big on pop, like podcasts while he works out. And so he's like, um, can I listen to it? And I was like, yeah, you can. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> Shout out to your boyfriend. <laughs> no, for real, Nick. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you.
that does it for this week's episode. Thank you guys for listening. And of course, we want to say thank you again, Abby, for taking the time to come join us this week. Always great talking to you. And we will see you very soon, hopefully, in the Hudson Center. We'll be back next week with another interview. I think we had mentioned in a previous episode that we have several interviews lined up. And so next week, we'll be bringing you another one of those. It's going to be with rising sophomore on the Auburn Gymnastics team, Sophia Growth. So we're super excited about that one. We hope you are too. And stay tuned for that one coming next Monday. In the meantime, we hope you guys have a wonderful week. And we will talk to you real soon. Bye. Bye.